Breakfast with Stan Mars only on Good Hope FM. If you've managed to find yourself on our um, brand new Good Up FM app, you will make sure that you find a form there. Let us know if you're Cape Town's original. Uh, 2,000 Rand in cash could be coming your way twice a day between now and the 5th of March. Uh, so don't forget to fill it out. And perhaps some point today, we could be calling you to see if you are going to be one of Cape Town's originals. So tell us your stories. And all in the build-up, we've been, you know, and celebrating this new look and feel of Good Up FM and this new space that we find ourselves in. We've been reaching out to some of the originals in their various different fields all across Cape Town to come and share what it means to be an original. And joining us in studio today is none other than Kurt Skunrad. It's so lovely to have you with us today. I, uh, yeah, how are you doing? You Thanks good? a lot for having me over. This is fantastic. I'm, I'm, a, little, I'm a little confused. Uh, is, is original like a euphemism for Bali? <laughs> no. I was just no. going to ask, do you feel old? No, not no, at not all. No, not at all. I still feel No, no, 18. it's a valid question. You know, I said to them before, it's like, how do I not offend people by saying you're an yes. original, you set the same... No, you're still relevant today. We get it. That's a whole thing. But how do you... Why do you take it that way? Well, you know, the, it's, it's unbelievable, actually, how much time has passed in the entertainment industry in South yeah. Africa. It's been 25 years for me. It feels like last Thursday. So n- nothing's changed in some ways, and so much has changed in other ways. Um, it's just really cool to still be part of it and still have um, yeah. shows and still have people showing up. Um, I'm just chuffed with all of that, you know. Yeah, really. yeah. Dalen, I, I attend some of his shows that he's had recently, and he really does pay a really good ode to the people who have come before him in the world of comedy. Uh, and there are a lot of South Africans, in fact, yeah. that if you start naming them and listing them, you think, flip, man. Yeah. There's some incredible people who, like, push through all the... You are, you're on the list. I mean, if we speak about yeah. the regionals and heroes, bro, my first... Trip out of town was with you guys. Old Your Master Comedy Club. That's right. Bro. First National Arts Festival experience. And from there, and you know that through Cape Town Comedy Club and giving us spaces, mm. you and your generation, we're standing on your shoulders and you have allowed us to go, we want to do this full time. Wow. Because they don't know. But I tell them, there was no industry when you started. Well, yeah. you know what, what it was is we, we came from a place called the Old um, Cape Town Comedy Collective, which is yes. ironically enough where all of the big names in this country at the moment started the likes of david Cowell, riyad musa stuart taylor and uh, nick rabinowitz uh, mark lottery we all came from the same stable at the time mm. and when um that kind of collapsed there was this big vacuum that needed to be filled and that's where your master comedy came through and just filled out of place and it grew and grew and then it turned yeah. in, into it it morphed into the cape town comedy club which became a platform for many many comics yeah and at one stage it was one of the top 10 comedy clubs in the world so we were very very chuffed to be involved yeah. with all of that and um, I mean, today we still have um, an industry left mm. after COVID, and we all know what 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 happened there. Is it a conscious like setting up of the industry? Does it happen subconsciously? Is it just happening? You don't know that you're a part of something that's going to build something for the future. Man, it was quite selfishly set up at the beginning. It was yeah. like I needed stage I need time. Money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I needed stage time. You know, stand ups like it's like keeping you got to keep your, your tools sharp all the yeah. time, so you can't afford to slip off the radar. Mm. And um, I needed a place to perform regularly. And um, Des Mackay and myself set that up. I'm your master. And then it just grew from strength to strength. It moved around Cape Town from Woodstock to the River Club in Obs and then over to the waterfront. And ironically enough, it started off in the waterfront. It started off with the Cape Town Festival. Yes, and somebody actually. asked me to put together a lineup and it was called Your Master Comedy Showcase at yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah. And it just evolved and really weirdly came full circle back to the waterfront. Wow. Kurt, I have to say, I know Dalen says this all the time, how grateful he is for you creating the stage that he literally gets to to stand on now. Mm. But for those of us who aren't in the comedy scene and don't see you so much 
as a mentor in that aspect, you also went ahead and just broke molds doing Fire. TV, TV Fire. shows and original yeah. concepts. Fire. When we see international old school comedians yeah. doing that now, people want to jump on the bandwagon and be like, Man. you've been going nowhere slowly forever. We Tell the kids you've done everything. Tell this, them, Kurt, please. I've, I've, done, I've done movies. I've done television. I've done stage stuff. I've got a new thing yeah. on, on Insta called Kurt Loves Cars. It's mm. doing very well. So there's, there's, there's an evolution of perform, And you know, the truth is, we just, it's not even, we don't, I don't even think anybody intended to just stay relevant. Yeah. All we wanted to do was just keep working, keep doing what feels like it. Mm. And the rest kind of takes care of itself. You know, when you look back, you go, oh, I did a couple of things. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It, it was never intended to be that. It was just to just keep doing it. And you know, when you love doing what you do, you don't really need to work. So what I'm trying to do is just avoid work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we talk about this TikTok generation who, who get famous overnight? <laughs> they don't do that work. They don't have things to create. They just, oh. you know, get people to that part of these fandoms instantly and overnight. Don't don't get me started with this. <laughs> the the millennial question. You know, the, the the truth is is that everybody has a price to pay for all of this. And sometimes getting too famous too quickly, there's a price to pay for it. Mm. Because when you turn 17 and you're like yesterday's news, um, it's a lot to deal mm. with with a 17 yeah. year old kind of perspective mm -hmm. on the universe. Yeah. So there's a price to pay for it. There always is. What was that first moment like when you guys started becoming famous? Because there was no social media. No. So they no. found out through radio, through TV, mm. through an ad, maybe. Well, dude, it was it was SABC. It was going nowhere slowly. For season one, nothing happened. Nothing no. happened. Yeah, nothing, I nothing. And I was like, I was yeah. disappointed. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> season two, I went, I remember going to a shop in Mitchell's yeah. Plain. At my, just around the corner from my mom's place to buy something silly like bread and eggs or something. And then someone went, Hey, bro, isn't it you that pray from the great car? Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then it just, and then it literally happened Snow overnight bolt. from yeah. that point. And Going Nowhere Slowly was an iconic program at the time and it's lived on and it's yes. aged quite beautifully and it is certainly an honor mm. to be involved with guys like um, David Moore, the guy who, con mm. who conceptualized all of it. I was in the pilot. The very first pilot. I was. It was supposed to be an Australian comic, an English comic, and myself doing the trip. Yeah. Um, there was a little bit of a mod on the a modification on the on the on the concept, <laughs> and we got more South Africans involved. <laughs> and um, that sat on a shelf for two years. Wow. wow. I never thought it was going to be produced. Yeah. And then I got a call one day. Go, listen, what you doing on Thursday? I'm like, what do you mean? It's like we're going to shoot a show, bro. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that how it's most like things happen? Yeah. They you put the work in, and then it just. Yeah. sits for a second and that second yeah. could be weeks months years this is the problem with being an artist is because there's no guarantees that it's ever going to be picked up and there's certainly some things that i've shot pilots for that has never ever been made there its way out yeah. there, there's one or two pilots i'm really proud of is i, I shot a pilot with charlene surti richards oh. I, she played my mom and I was a son, and it was such a lack of energy. And unfortunately, it didn't. The, the show got produced, but not with that cast. And um, I still have a copy of it, and I treasure that because you know we all know Charlene has passed on since. Um, but there's a moment on stay on on screen when we got to share it in the most beautiful way, and it oh. certainly was an honor um, and a pleasure. Who do you want to work with still? When you are the O that everyone wants to work with. Who are the Owens that you want to work with? Man, I, I'm just chuffed to be working with a, a bunch of people that still want to work with and us. And at one point, you know? are you going to say Dale and Oliver? And, uh, you know, no, Dale. no, no. <laughs> I, you, Kurt knows this. I like listening to Kurt talk. He knows this. I love this. <laughs> well, you know, we've uh, all I'm interested in is an artist who feels the same way I do about the product. 
who wants to constantly put out the best and everybody's welcome to do so. Mm. Um, I've had the pleasure over the years in the comedy industry. It's quite a small industry, so we all know each other. We all grew up together. We've all done something together. I mean, recently, Riyadh and myself uh, and and um, Joey did the, the, the sequel to... Um, to material, the new material. Yes. Um, and love your character. There's some. There's something on. Um, uh, this is really cool. You must check it out. This is on. Um, uh, a platform. I'm not sure if I can mention it right now. But it's, it's Amazon Prime. There is a movie called Gariza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I get to play a CSI agent. You know. And it's, it's really weird watching myself trying to be serious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watch myself like a. I can't no, believe, no, I can't believe me. Yeah. Give us the context. What, what is the crime thinking about? What, what? Man, it's it's essentially it's a movie about cryptocurrency in the in the townships, and they're creating this cryptocurrency. And of course, there's a heist of this of this hard drive that's worth trillions. And I am the the CSI agent that's trying to track down these guys that are doing this. Uh, I think I'm called Captain Samuels. Yeah. <laughs> and Captain Samuels is a bad A double S. He's bad. You know, I'm talking about. I had to go for weapons training and stuff for this exercise and what? it was just yeah it was yeah. it was cool listen i'm not I, i'm i've never been a big firearm fan but for the character and it needed to have that kind of space um i took it on and you know you need to commit yeah. to this exercise and it was really cool walking around with this bulletproof vest and this thing in your ear going yeah roger i'll get you lad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was all cool and it was such a lekker thing getting to play with some really great actors i think um jamie What's the, uh, the 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 actor that passed away recently? Yes, uh, um, with a B. Jamie, who's played one of one of the soapy guys. I please pardon my, my my memory sucks. It's the one thing that does hoy though. Um, we'll he, Google. Don't worry. Please Google. And he was on um on the movie with us. Um, there was um there was there's just some fantastic young actors there too. Um, you know, I'm just still mm. honored to be playing. Who who's the who do you fanboy over? Because you've worked in numerous spaces. Over the past twenty five years Jamie plus, Bartlett. Jamie Bartlett, Jamie, ba- Jamie Bartlett, yeah. what a hero! What a huge, what hero. a hero! Huge, yeah, huge. massive impact. Um, bumped into him prior to to his death as well. Man, he's also just such a lekker, friendly, happy-go-lucky Oki was. You know, just always welcoming. And I find here's the thing: over the years, I've worked with a couple of really big stars. Yeah. you know, and the bigger the star, the cooler they are. Nice. And they're just down it's to true. earth. Just mm. really, they understand the humanity of what it is that we're trying to do. It's the young up-and-coming cats that want to make yeah. name. They go, ah, listen, I only want my uh, water served a certain tip. Yes, yes. yes. Want, yes. Well, there's a very interesting chat with um, with uh, Colin. What's his guy called? Sting. You might have yeah. heard of him. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> he does the whole <laughs> red M&M's thing. In, in his backstage, yes. have you heard about mm, it? Yes, yeah, of course. So he, or, he, he, or, he makes sure that he only has red M&Ms in his dressing room. So somebody asked him once now, what, why it's such a diva Random thing? thing, yeah. He goes, no, it's, a, it's an indication that they read my rider. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> it's it's clever. Brilliant. <laughs> because if he, if he comes in there and there's no red M&Ms, he goes, these guys didn't read my rider. They yeah, yeah, no I see what it is that I need. The, yeah. ba- the batteries of the mic are in charge. <laughs> exactly. 20, 20 minutes after 8 o'clock, Kurt Skunrad is in the building with us. We're celebrating Cape Town Originals. There are some questions on the WhatsApp line for you that we'll get to in just a second. 071-286-0639. You can pop those through. Us in studio, Kurt Skundrat. We're celebrating all things Cape Town original, and this man really helped set up the comedy scene in South Africa with a group of other comics. And we're so excited to have you with us in studio today. Uh, got a message in on the WhatsApp line for you. Shoot, bro. Cool. It's coming in, coming in. 
It's coming in. It's coming in from Liam. And he says, for Kurt, do you also believe that COVID has forced comics to find other avenues of creating content and remaining relevant? Uh, and they would never have imagined themselves branching out into and had that improved or taken away from the stand-up space. Also, love you, love you Uncle Kurt. Uh, book me, ne. <laughs> okay, clearly, Liam's an open micer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, um, so, so, that's about four questions. The, word, the first one is, yes, COVID has definitely changed the way we do business and um, how we um, attack the system, as it were. Yeah. Um, social media has had a bigger change, or at least a bigger impact on how we do all of that. Mm-hmm. And I think um, the, the the catalyst was COVID. Um, social media has definitely changed the way. I mean, I find myself doing the whole social media thing by default now. Yes. I, I, I never thought I'd do it. And is it um, better or for worse? Is it like made the scene better or worse for you? I think it's 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 a bit of both. Mm-hmm. I think there's there are, are advantages and now I think there are also disadvantages to doing it because um, nowadays, like we 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 had this at the comedy club all the time, people going, um, "This guy's an influencer. Can you put him on stage? Give yeah. him give him the whole show." Yeah, I'm like, "But Bruce, stand up's a different yeah. thing. Yeah. People won't laugh if you're famous, man. I'll yeah. tell you what. So you can be TikTok famous. Yeah. We put him on stage. Ask daily. Tell them about the death. Tell them how a death feels. A death feels on stage. Now, there's two kinds of comics. Those who have died and those who will die. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. Right? And they they often the same people. Right? Yeah, yeah. So you can kill one night and completely tank the other night. Yeah. Right? With the same gags. Right? So the, the, what it feels like is like time slows down. Mm. It's like, you know, back to the future. Yeah. But it's like back to the angst. Yeah. Right? Every minute feels like a month. (laughs) All you want is one laugh so you can get off. And the longer you're on, the least likely that is to happen. Has it ever happened that someone's just said like, and that's me, good night, because they just wanted to get off that stage. Man, if only, and I wish, as a club owner, I remember I check out. Push you back out. I tell the sound guy, whoa, Clyde, he's going down. He's going down, he's going down. Go get you know that you know that shepherd stick with a little hooky yeah. bit of there. Go get yeah. that thing. Go get that uh, thing. Go yeah. get it. Go get it. Then what happens is eventually Clyde goes, "Hey, I can't anymore." Eh? Yeah. Then I go, "Okay, let's do it." It's yeah. like default setting, and it's literally like DeathCon Five. Yeah. What we do is we put the sound of the music up, the intro music up. It's I go Oscars. on stage and I guide him off. Yeah, it's Oscars. It's Oscars. <laughs> or her for that matter. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It is the longest. Five minutes of hell you will yeah. ever experience. And when you're dying, you only hear comedians laughing. If you yeah. hear comedians, <laughs> if you, you just hear. But <laughs> there's a couple of telltale signs that a comedian's dying. The word yeah. anyway pops up a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, moving along. <laughs> right, Kurt. Two things before I have to let you out of here. Or oh, you can play our quiz with us. You want uh, to stay behind? I have to. I have to. Two more things. One, obviously, you you found I suppose performing arts at the age of ten. So this has been in your blood since you were a lighty, yep. um, and you were involved in quite a big transition space in South Africa. And you, I, 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 I enlighten. Is that even a word? I liken. Enlighten's good. I, I enlighten <laughs> the comedy space to the music space. You either yep. love it or you just don't. You're doing Indeed. it for the business, and you seem to just love it. It's in your bones. It's in your. And uh, so, yeah. if any other young people are sitting around um, in our various different townships or areas where they believe, ah, this is not for me. I need to go find a real job. Uh, what's your view on on trying? Trying to get these these kids excited by the space, man. Have you heard of the imposter syndrome theory? Uh-huh. I've suffered with that my whole life. 
every time I've, I've, I have something successful happen to me, I go, oh, somebody's going to yeah. figure out I'm a fake, eh? yeah. and I'm in big trouble. You know? yeah. The truth is, just get up and do it. Love it. Yeah, go up. That's simple. Just go yeah. get up and do it. I know it's a famous um, tagline for another big brand, but the truth is, get up and do it. Go and find an open mic space. Go and find you. And you know you are going to be horrible your first couple of times. Yeah. Yes. It's guaranteed. And the thicker your skin grows, the faster you get through the space. That's simple. Yeah. And if you love it enough, it really makes it worthwhile. Well, for someone like myself, for example, I'm a slave to it. I don't even, it's, whether, it's not even if I love it or not. Because mm. I hate it sometimes. Let me get you, let me, let me tell you, I hate it sometimes. There are times, you know, you cry in the shower. You're like, yeah. oh, I do, <laughs> yeah. I do this to myself. <laughs> and then the other night, you walk in on air for a week because yes. you just killed it in front yes. of 5,000 people. You know? and, and what I'm even looking forward to is now in the next couple of weeks, you're right back in Mitchell's plane. Exactly. Bro. Well, Dion was actually asking us when you're going to be in the South next. But yeah. tell us about that. Man, I'm playing my old stomping grounds in Mitchell's Plain soon, and I'm really excited about it. So the 10th and 11th of March, I'm at Westridge High School. Love it. And it is, man, I played there recently with an, uh, with Alfred Aiden, another friend of ours, another comedian. And there was an, an energy in the room. Colored people don't laugh. <laughs> they explode. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a couple of things you can do at a colored gig that you can't do anywhere yeah. else. Like you're allowed to hit the person next to you. <laughs> Whether you know them or not. You're yeah. allowed to slap his thigh. <laughs> if you're enjoying it, you're allowed to get up off your seat, walk to the front of the wall, yeah. and come back holding your head like this. <laughs> yeah. Like, ow! Yeah. Did you hear what yes. he said? And then you're allowed to break into debate with the yeah. O next to before. Yeah. The comic is allowed to move on with the next gag, yes. you know? So it's it's fabulous. I'm really looking forward to that. So the 10th and 11th of March at Westy Drive. Brilliant. On Quicket, thanks. All the social medias, <laughs> go follow Kurt. Go to yeah. the show, go Please. love, man. And go and check out Kurt Loves Cars. If you're a car guy, even if you're not a car guy, there's yes. a lot of funny parts that I literally get to drive. Cool, classic cars. Sometimes new, sometimes old. And just talk about what the feeling is like and yeah. what where goes what and who designed what when and it is and of course Cape Town is a big character in this whole exercise so we take like yesterday we were shooting in Langaban like on a Shark Bay lagoon over there nice. what a beautiful place it's stunning eh? nice. and then I met the German over there he goes yeah I'm learning I'm learning to kite surf here I said you know Brad that's pretty brave of you eh? <laughs> to learn to kite surf in a place called Shark Bay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. I think that the, the name gives it away yes. there, Bruce. So don't complain if someone hops your toe. You know what I mean? Kurt's going to hang around for our daily quiz. That's up next. Mania, go and check him out on social media. What an absolute legend. One of Cape Town's originals. The Big Breakfast with Stan Moss. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m.